welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 7th of October, and the episode title is Is That Weird? Scoundrel Game Labs is in the spotlight this month, as voted for by patrons. One of the Scoundrel team emailed me ooh, about a year ago, so rather than using the contact forms and addresses off their website, I used that old email address to reach back out. Let's see if that works, because as ever, it will be great to get the publisher on board with a spotlight piece. By the way, just a note to all RPG publishers looking for PR, media or marketing help, please make it easy for bloggers, journalists and influencers to get in touch, or at least make it possible for us to get in touch. I know there's tension between privacy and personal details versus selling stuff, but even if you have a link page or a Google site or a one-page blog and use a Gmail address that just forwards to your primary inbox and thus obscure your day-to-day email account, you can make yourself so much more approachable. More important than a mere by the way is this heartfelt thank you to Geek Native patrons for supporting the site. You now get to vote in the November poll. Now the candidates for November are Keikora, the Nat One, Goth Hoblins, Hounds and Jackals, Games and Magic, and Unformed Worlds. Good luck to you all. Now, let's dig in into this week's Is That Weird theme, and start with Pictionary. If you don't know Mattel's bestseller, then it's a game where you have a minute to draw a picture without letters or words, and then teams try and guess what you've done. In researching this piece, I've also discovered Pictionary Air, in which you have to draw with a light pen wand in the air while a smartphone app tracks that. You can broadcast to your TV if you want, but otherwise you can't really see what you're doing. Now, that does sound a little weird. However, it was the new Pictionary variant which sparked the question, and that's Pictionary versus AI. In this game, you draw and you point your smartphone at the doodle, and then an AI powered by Google's Quick Draw system tries to guess what you've done. You score points by predicting whether the AI will get it right or not. Mattel are saying that this is the first board game ever to integrate AI technology. Do you agree? Okay, I'm just going to hang a lantern on it. I'm looking at the Pictionary versus AI game and I'm thinking about two dates. I'm thinking about October 10, when Amazon has its first ever second Prime Day event, and, sorry, I'm thinking about Christmas and the festive gift-giving season. We've not had Halloween yet, but I suspect gifts and retail therapy will be more than just a hint in this podcast. Firstly, though, let's talk about the mysteries, which does feel very different. Bronman spotted this project from Bill Watterson. Yes, he of Calvin and Hobbes fame. The Mysteries is out on October 10th. Oh, it's that date again. And yes, you can pre-order from Amazon. And it's an illustrated fable for adults. It looks dark and is set in a cursed kingdom. The caricature artist, John Cashett, worked with Bill for several years, both trying something new, and there's a little preview on Geek Native to show you exactly how it looks. Is this weird? You can get an official Dungeons and Dragons Christmas sweater. Are all Christmas sweaters also ugly jumpers? Is that even a thing outside of the UK? So many questions. 
let me tell you about Martroid's D&D design. On the front, there's a head of an evil-looking red dragon with stark white eyes peering out from darkness. Below that, and in a strip around the whole jumper, are flames with dice and Christmas tree shapes, or maybe they're D4s on sticks. You take your pick. And on the top, there is the D&D logo. On the back, a hero stands silhouette in a castle courtyard. You can tell they're a hero because they're wearing a cape. Above the castle, there's a full moon with the D&D ampersand on it, and dragons fly in the sky. I think it looks great, except for the Dungeons & Dragons logo. I think that's a little too corporate for me, and it doesn't add to design, overloading it instead. But perhaps I'm just convincing myself not to buy it. Bronwyn spotted a better design, also from Merchoid, and that's a Jurassic Park Christmas jumper. Is dinosaur Christmas design weird? Well, Bronwyn rated it as G-O-A-T, GOAT. That's hip person talk for the greatest of all time, which is high praise from somebody with several mini dinosaurs at home. The Jurassic Park also features the logo, and that's that black bone silhouette of the T-Rex on the red circle with the Jurassic Park sign across the base. The sweater has a raptor chase around the lower half as a repeating design, and below that, skull fossils. But you see, this time the logo is a central part of the design. While Jurassic Park is a commercial franchise, that's also the fictional park's logo. It feels essential. It feels different. The whole sweater is also decorated with ferns and greenery, which means the T-Rex face bursting out the back is a gotcha that fits in and a surprise at the same time. From memory, the T-Rex also got the goat. Okay, would it be weird if Doctor Strange became a zombie and could not resist the flesh-eating urge to eat his way through the entire multiverse? That's a concept of The Hunger, which is an official Marvel zombie story. I didn't know Marvel zombies was a thing, but it is, and Aconite Books runs it. Aconite Books sells via drive through Comics, and you can buy The Hunger there. By the way, you can use drive through RPG or DM's Guild gift certificates across any of the sites, including drive through Comics and drive through Fiction. I don't know whether they'll work on Roll20, but I have asked. By the way, do you think Deadpool would make the situation in Marvel Zombies The Hunger better or worse? Buy the book to find out, and you can see what I did there. We actually went from superhero zombies to plotting festive gift coupons at RPG and Geek sites and back to zombies again. Weird? Rather more traditionally, there's the Dungeons and Dragons Lore and Legends, which is an official history book on 5e, not from Wizards of the Coast and published by Penguin Random House. It looks great, will absolutely be a gift between gamers this year, and is notable for three other reasons. Firstly, we have names like Kyle Newman, John Peterson, and Michael Whitware attached, and these are fantastic historians and D&D experts. Secondly, it will be one of the last D&D books distributed by Penguin Random House. This is not new news, but it's on the agenda again as it's happening now, and it is big news. Sids of the Coast aren't using the big name anymore. There seems to be no big name replacement, but there are several distributors, including Diamond, that Wizards already work with, and perhaps Hasbro have other deals in place. 
I suspect the separation isn't due to some sort of secret RPG project from Penguin Random House. Andrews McMeal and Osprey tried this, but this was probably just a commercial decision on distribution costs and logics. Lastly, Geek Native has a five-page Legends and Lore preview on the blog. Now, there's a cool competition to get to, but that doesn't mean we're going to skimp on the bundle deals. Certainly not when a Rhodesian Ridgeback needs our help. The Scarred Lands are in the bundle of holding. Onyx Path's 5e rules for the fantasy world torn up by the war between gods and titans are included in a two-tier offer. There's also fiction on the site with Ellen Datlow's Tales of Terror. Now, both bundles expire the week before Halloween. Then, on the DMs Guild, there's Bike Club. Game designer Michael Laborsier and the Rhodesian Rizback Remy were horribly caught in a dog attack, both requiring medical assistance. The Bike Club bundle is to pay for a vet and emergency room fees. Now, and with a timely pivot away from how awful real life can be, let's escape to the wilds of fantasy and a competition from Fainting Goat Games and Geek Native. Earlier this year, and inspired by the movie Cocaine Bear, Fainting Goat released a Honey Heist-inspired tabletop RPG called Cocaine Owlbear. It was a hit! There's a deluxe edition on the way now, and the competition points you at the Kickstarter, while also giving you a chance to win a print copy. Cocaine Owlbears? Are those weird? And on that note, be weird, and I'll see you next week.